0: You'll be joined by our hosts, Brian Sweet, who is moving fast towards a billion dollars in assets under management, Brittany Anderson, the driving force for advisors looking to improve their operations and company culture, and Dre Redfern, who can help you systematize and automate your practice's marketing to effortlessly attract new clients. So, what do you say? Let's jump into another amazing episode of the Ultimate Advisor Podcast.
1: Welcome back to your Ultimate Advisor Podcast, Brittany Anderson here today with Dre Redfern and Brian Sweet, and we are going to talk on a topic that we get asked about probably more than than just about anything else. For those of you who have followed us for quite some time now, you know that we are constantly reading new books, absorbing new material, focused on learning, focusing on expanding our capabilities. So we get asked the questions of what are you tuning into right now? What are the resources out there that are the best for what we're focusing on? And what are some of the habits of some of the most successful advisors that you encounter? So that's what we're going to talk about over the next few weeks is what are the habits of some of the most successful people out there and how can you replicate or implement those into your business currently? So. You can actually look up statistics on this, but there are studies around that show that most people actually don't even crack open a book after high school or college. It is alarming it is actually really scary to think about that after you're done with the, I guess, forced school, that you don't expand your knowledge or expand your capabilities beyond that. So this is something that's really important to press on is that anytime people come to us for resources, you know, we're constantly referring back to books. I mean, you could listen back or read through show notes in all of the previous episodes, and you'll see that we're constantly dropping material that we found to be valuable over time. So one thing that I recommend there is pick one aspect of your business. It could be, you know, maybe you need to focus on enhancing the capabilities of your leadership team, or maybe you need to dive deeper into your systems and processes, or you need to get creative with your marketing efforts, you know, whatever it is, but pick one area of focus and find supporting material around that one topic versus going too broad versus, you know, getting pulled in too many different directions. The importance in expanded learning is just finding one thing and going all in. And this is kind of a side note, but I think if we look at this and if we could teach our children, if we could teach our team members from the time they come on board, get everybody accustomed to being hungry for knowledge and being curious because curiosity breeds resourcefulness. So I think about that, whether you're you're thinking about your kids and your family, or you're thinking about your team and your business, having that be an area of focus immediately upon hire and, or at a young age, that's where you're able to instill the right habits. This is something too, when we look at our team at Suite, we, every single quarter work with our team members to find something to help them become an even better version of themselves. And the interesting thing is that this doesn't always have to be business every single quarter. It can be something where they're focusing on some aspect of personal development. The point here is that we are a culture of lifelong learners. And again, it doesn't have to be somebody that wants to climb the totem pole or move positions in the company or scrape their way to the top per se. We have plenty of people who are completely comfortable and completely happy and working within their unique abilities within the current role that they have. And that's where they want to be. And we're happy that they're there but what we also want to see happen is for them to continue to expand and grow as human beings. So that's really the theme of this first podcast of this series is how can you focus on being a lifelong learner? How can you avoid being that statistic of people who, you know, don't crack open a book after high school or don't crack open a book after college or don't, you know, expand and and really grow their knowledge or their capabilities. So Brian, you are somebody that has really, you know, as the founder of the company, this is something that you have put into place. This is something you live by yourself. So I would just like you to talk a little bit about how you've embraced this, why this is important, and and really why you believe this to be such a a major contribution to success in our business. Yeah, this has been a, a big thing for us and something
2: I learned at a relatively young age and for As you say, longtime listeners will have heard me talk about my aunt, Jean, and she was a high school principal and really taught me the benefits of learning and getting better all the time. And it's uh, fortunately stuck with me and I continue to use it today. And so I'm so thankful that She was there to give me good guidance and uh, the skill sets that I needed to to learn from that and apply it to work and other aspects of life. But it is something that I've embraced, and I do think it's a really big reason why we have done what we have done over the years. And it's kind of like the concept of retire while you work concept. And I think if you build this correctly and you're always learning, what'll happen is you'll only be doing things that you really enjoy and get pleasure and you know success out of and and then why would you not want to continue to do that if your life continued to get better all the time and i think one of the things that we can be very helpful with is one, understand the concept and apply it to ourselves, Because it's one of those things, if you're not growing, you're really dying, if you think about it. And that's both in your business and, and personal life. But irregardless of doing it for yourself, one of the things that I think we should all be aware of is how can you help your clients do the same. So, if you learn some great pieces of information, or if you're reading a particular book and it helps a business owner, why not send multiple copies to your clients with a little note in the book saying, Hey, I just read this and had a big impact on my life, or Chapter seven was particularly impactful. And I think it applies to your business also. And I think if you think about that, And every time you learn something, add one step to say, are there any clients that this would apply to? And just jot down a quick list of what it is. Maybe it's a a piece of paper. Maybe it's an article you read. Maybe it's a book or a course that you just went to or a speaker that you heard. Share it with your clients. We're very fortunate in this industry to get some amazing access to people and concepts. And most industries have no clue or have no access to the quality of the information and the people that we get to meet. And when I've done this in the past, they're so grateful and they've never heard of this before. So take that one concept. And if you do anything today, you know, learn from that. And one of the things is that you know, as you learn things, always take time to absorb it and also implement these things. So as we've alluded to before, lots of things that we do at the office, Brittany and I actually go to the same courses together and we learn different things and she's much better at getting the team to engage with that. But there's so many different ways to learn today where it actually doesn't take up Any extra time. So, for example, if you like to work out, well, why not listen to podcasts during that hour that you're walking or you're on the elliptical machine or your Peloton? Those are great things. And maybe instead of watching TV, reading a good book, listening to some broadcast that you like. And it's just really making it a habit to build it into your calendar. And you will be amazed at the results if you just continually try to up your game, learn things that you want to get better at, and then make sure you're building them into your business and your personal life every single day, week, year, et cetera. And Dre, I know you're a, an amazing guy also and a lifelong learner and love to hear your thoughts.
1: Hey, Brittany here, stopping and pausing for a moment to talk about something that we've had so many of you inquire about, and that is our ultimate advisor mastermind. Now I'm going to start by saying, if you are not a growth-minded individual, if you are not somebody who's focused on taking your business to the next level, if you're not focused on engaging your team and helping them to help you in turn level up the business the service model, how you provide that wow experience to clients. If those things are not your focus, just fast forward right now, (laughs) because the ultimate advisor mastermind would not then be for you. However, if you are looking to take your business to the next level, if you want to experience exponential growth and feel supported along the way, if you want to start working smarter and not harder, if you want to help your team members to work within the God given talents that they were provided and use those skill sets in a way they haven't yet to help support you in your business, to help them realize their biggest goals, their biggest dreams. If you want creative approaches to marketing, I know that can be an intimidating word, but we're not talking here about the fancy Facebook stuff or the, the latest and greatest, but rather looking at how you can market what you do, how you can express how you're different. At how you can truly differentiate yourselves in a crowded market space. If those are problems you're looking to solve, then you absolutely want to go check out ultimateadvisormastermind.com to learn more about how we can help you on your path and journey to growth.
3: You know, this is a topic that I, we've talked a little bit about previously, but it's a topic that I I think I almost have to preface my take on this from being a young kid. Like when I was a young kid, this is a story I've told before. School was about 20 miles away. And my dad, who has run a very, very successful business, we would listen to tapes back in like the cassette tapes back in those days of Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar and all the Nightingale Conant programs. And I couldn't stand it at the time but looking back on it you know nearly 30 years later from those points it made a huge impact and that really set the foundation and groundwork for me to pursue lifelong learning and for me we're all busy we're all doing a lot of different things we got a lot of different you know irons in the fire a lot of different things that are going on but there's a t- concept that tony robbins calls net time no extra time of you know i recognize the importance of what it is to continue learning and be on the cutting edge because you may get you know one fraction of idea from one place and another fraction of idea from another place. And if you aggregate or amalgamate those ideas together, it could be absolutely phenomenal what it could do for you and your business. So for me, my net time is I'm spending a lot of time riding my bike and then you know, running. I'm listening to audiobooks. As much as it would be great to listen to music to hype me up, to keep going and push through that pain or whatever it is, onboarding more information and like using that as a way to double up per se at the same time i listen to things in the car constantly and so using these to you know the advantage of finding the time no matter what the general idea for us inside of the business is i want to spend more on information every year than i did the previous year not just to spend money wastefully, but to continually upgrade my circle or the environment or the mastermind groups or whatever it is to put myself in an even more effective or even higher level group or of, of people. And so that's one of the philosophies that I think, I, you know, I, that I really abide a, a lot by because it really makes a huge difference of being in the right room. You may have done this like amazing work over the last 10, 20, 30 years. But maybe if you were in the right room, you could shortcut the time it would take you to achieve your next level of results from 10 years to six months or 10 years to a year. And just being around the right people that challenge you to make you think differently. So many people, especially FAs, immediately look to calculate the time ROI or the financial ROI of the investment that they make instead of looking at the longer compounding effect and it's just those little things that have the compound effect like Darren Hardy talks about that really add up over time but it's it's a matter of making that a priority so it's not just for me it's also something that we embody in the company that i will spend up to 10% of someone's annual salary to invest into them into additional content programs, learning seminars, whatever it is, because not only are they going to get the benefit of that, but I'm going to get 10x the benefit of that over the coming year. Because now as I, you know, the rising tide, you know, raises all ships or whatever the saying is, I want everyone around me to be a part of that tide that, you know, that raises in order to help everyone level up because that helps the organization hit the goals a lot, lot faster. So, for me, I could directly say ROIs have been north of 10x conservatively from all of the content and masterminds and all these sorts of things. But it's really just one of those things of, you know, we're all busy. You just got to set the time aside to do it. And if you are so busy, you don't have, you know, any time at all, you got net time. You got net time somewhere that no extra time in the car or on the airplane now that we can start flying again, whatever it is, to use that in your life. So that being said, Brittany, that's my take on always learning. And I think that there's maybe a few things there we could unpack or circle back on. But this is something that I think all of us we embody wholeheartedly.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I couldn't help but think about and I think I've shared this previously, but there is a an industry icon who many people in our industry would know, but his whole rule is when you're in a meeting, if you're in a team meeting, if you use the word busy, guess who gets to stand up for the rest of the meeting? And, you know, I think I use it a little bit in jest and it is funny. I mean, just making somebody stand up because they use the word busy, but really, if you think about it, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. Everybody has different things in their lives, regardless of of what stage you're in, where you'll get these ebbs and flows of inundations, all the things that come with all of that. So, I think a good alternative to the term busy is activity. You can have a lot of activity going on in your life, but like Dre said and gave the example of kind of that net time, it's how we allocate and where we choose to put our attention. So I'll drill into the top three takeaways here in a minute, but I think that's really important to drive home is that if we have a consult with an advisor, this happens a lot where you'll have a consult with an advisor. They're talking to us about joining our mastermind. They're talking about our accelerator program. And typically the first few sentences that we hear out of their mouth is, oh my gosh, I'm just so busy right now. I'm so busy. I have so much going on. I think every human thinks they're the busiest human in the world. And it doesn't take away from anything you have going on in your life. It's just, what are your priorities? And actually in the next uh, part of this series, we're going to talk deeper on that, on what we say no to. So I just think that's something that's really important to pull out of this along the topic of lifelong learning and, and focusing on where you put your attention and how you spend your time. And Brian gave some great examples to that too. You know, you have a, an episode you like on Netflix. Well, you know, that could probably wait. You could probably read a couple chapters from a book in that same time period. Period. So it's how we choose to spend our time. So guys, before I go into the top three takeaways, anything else that you want to add?
2: Yeah, Brittany, I, I just wanted to uh, comment on something that Dre said that I, at least it hit me as very impactful and I would 100% agree, you know, a lifelong learner or just in the habit of learning all the time, it is really the shortening of the curve to get you to where you want to go. So whether you did it or didn't, you might hit that goal. But if you could shorten that time frame up from several years to several months, or from 10 years to two years, it applies not only to you, but also your team. So I appreciated Dre mentioning the money that he spends on his team, because we find that same result when we do that. and. We like to do anything that shortens the curve.
1: Mm, I love that. So let's go into the top three takeaways from today's podcast. Number one, I think it's important, like we talked about early on, to choose one aspect of your business and go all in on finding the resources and, or the who's we've talked about this before too, but finding somebody that can help accelerate that success, accelerate your momentum. I think Brian just gave great example to that. If you can shorten the time it takes to get to where you want to go, I don't think anybody's complaining about that. So I think that's really important is to choose that one aspect and then source the materials that are going to help get you closer again, we reference books a lot because we're all readers, but it can be books. It could be podcasts. It could be a consult with somebody who has the capability that you need on your team that you maybe don't have on site. So regardless of what it is source for the information, that's going to give you the most momentum towards one certain aspect of your business. Second top takeaway is I think Brian and Dre both kind of melded these together, but making sure that you're sharing exceptional resources with both clients and your team. And I think there's something to be said about the sharing of information with clients. Cause some may be listening going, well, what would I share if I'm, if I'm focused on business growth or whatever, what am I going to share to make sure that it's relevant to my clients? And I think the thing that Is it really differentiates some of the top advisors from the rest? is that they're able to show their clients that they are constantly focused on learning and growth. I mean, we probably beat a dead horse at Sweet with it a little bit because we're constantly letting our clients know about the things that we are having our team members do. We have a whole segment in our quarterly newsletter that's dedicated to this, to making sure that we're providing updates of how we're helping the team grow, how we're encouraging them and the resources we're putting in front of them. So I think that's really, really important. So sharing great resources with your clients and sharing them with your team. I mean, Dre, that, that allocation for, for spending. I mean, that's something that I think every advisor, whether you do 10% or 5% or 20%, I don't think it matters, but just choosing some level so that you're intentional about that. I think that's absolutely brilliant. Plus it shows that you're truly invested in, in the person, It makes me think of, and I I cannot for the life of me on the spot, remember who said this, but there's a, a quote around how, well, what happens if I invest in my team and they leave? And on the flip side of that, it says, well, what happens if you don't invest in them and they stay? That one has stuck with me for forever. I think that one is, it's a major point taken. You don't want people who are complacent and just comfortable with just kind of showing up and doing the day to day, and great, you know, bat the eyes, cross the T's, and go home. You know, want people that are hungry for growth and and wanting to become even better. Third takeaway, implementation. Being a lifelong learner is wonderful, and this is something that we cannot absorb enough resources around here, but. If you don't execute on anything that you learn, it's kind of all for nothing. So making sure that you have that laser focus, and we have plenty of episodes dedicated to how you can focus on your key implementation items, how you can narrow your focus. So I think that's something to drive or add in here is that make sure that all of these resources that you're constantly absorbing and learning from, that you're actually implementing the key things that are going to take your business to the next level. So all of that being said, that wraps up this episode of the ultimate advisor podcast. We will catch you right back here in a couple weeks. Hey there, Brittany Anderson here. If you are loving what you're hearing on our ultimate advisor podcast, don't keep us a secret. Share us with other advisors that you think would benefit from the messages that you are hearing. The easiest way to do that is to simply send them to ultimateadvisorpodcast.com. And if you want to learn a few other ways that we could potentially serve you as an advisor, go check out ultimateadvisormastermind.com. As always, we are so happy to have you here with us as part of the Ultimate Advisor community, and we look forward to a continued relationship.